1: And we continue on, Fred Rogan, Rodney Pete on A570 LA Sports. Make sure you download the free iHeartRadio app. Kevin puts a podcast up the minute we get off the air, so if you missed any of the show, feel free to jump back in and listen to it. And also, if you have the app, you can stream the show live wherever you go, all over the world.
3: All over the
1: world. That's right. Make sure you get the free iHeartRadio app. Uh, we will have our listener haiku coming up here in a few minutes. Miko is standing by. Oh, We've not yeah. heard from Miko in a while, so I'm sure oh, he'll have yeah. a terrific haiku. You better. Yeah, he better. He'll bring it. He'll definitely bring it, Rodney. Uh okay, let's talk about the Clippers last night. And uh somehow, some way they had enough to beat Houston. Uh came from behind. Paul George hit a big shot. Not not a spectacular outing for the Clippers, but nonetheless, a win like that puts a smile on their face and they hope that gives them the confidence moving forward to start turning this thing around, Rodney.
3: It, it, it does. It does because there's the, the, the expectation for the Clippers was, is, is so high. still is. I mean, we're still early in the season. But when you've got the team across town and the Lakers struggling like they are, uh, and then you're the Clippers struggling too, it just compounds it because it's an opportunity for them to kind of take hold of the city again. But you, 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 you got to get off of this playing bad at some point, and you need your stars to be able to do that for you. And last night it was Paul George who put the team on his back. And, um, you know, again, without Kawhi, he's got to be the guy, and he was the guy last night. hitting some big shots down the stretch, including the game winner. I think he hit one with six seconds left that, that sealed it for him. So uh, he's got to be that guy. He, you know, you can't keep talking about we're close, we're close, we're close, and... And, uh, you know, wait till we get to the playoffs. I want to put it on my back. Well, you're going to get many opportunities and we don't know the status of, of Kawhi throughout the whole season for, for them to be in the chase and in the hunt. Paul George is going to have to play big Fred all year long.
1: Yeah, he is. And again, we don't know about Kawhi. We do know this. He's close. He's close to returning that we do know.
3: Well, we always know that. Well, no, I mean, the same narrative.
1: No, we know he's close. Now, is he tomorrow? No. But he's close. Right. And and the thought process again, because everybody's saying, oh, no, when's he coming back? The thought process is when he gets back, he'll be back. He doesn't have to go again. They want to make sure everything is checked out. They want to make sure everything is strong. And really, even when he came back, he was still in part of the rehab process, believe it or not. Doctors say he was still kind of rehabbing. And yeah. just, you know, going 100%, putting full weight on it, which he really hadn't been doing. And now they want to give it a little time. Make sure anything that had been pre-existing in the past is okay as well. So he'll be back soon. Soon again. How yeah. soon is soon? Well, yeah, I mean, soon. what's your definition what's of soon? It? You give me a definition, I'll you tell said you what.
3: You're, right. you're the. You said soon.
1: Right. Tell me what soon means. Uh, Not later. That's what it means.
3: It's terrible. Not later.
1: That's
3: terrible. That's exactly what it means.
2: Later this week? No. Next week? Maybe. The week after hey, can, that?
3: I have a, can I give a big shout real quick? Yeah. Can I give a big, gigantic shout to my man, Yasiel Puig?
1: Oh, my God.
3: Yasiel Puig is doing his thing in Korea. They're in the, the championship series. Uh, what is it was the Kiwoom Heroes, is the team he plays on. Uh, he's just doing it. He had a big home run in game one, but uh, big shout to him, man. it has got his team in the championship series. He's playing well, looks happy. Um, I know he got ran out of town here, uh, but always still talks about his love for the Dodgers and wearing that Dodger blue. But just want to give a shout to him because he's, he's doing it. He's doing his thing over in Korea, and so I'm happy for him, man. Did you see that home run he hit the other night? I did. Oh, I did. man.
1: He bomb bomb. He unloaded. It, it was yeah. It was something to see. Yeah, good for him. Yes. Good for him. Yes, he's got. Yes. Uh, he's kind of righted his own ship.
2: So he's coming yeah, he back did. to the Dodgers next yeah. season, right? No, I think <laughs> okay. so. I don't think yes, that'll happen. Yes, he is, happen. Fred.
1: No. Puig, no. your
3: friend. Come on, Fred. Wait, is your uh, friend. Fred. put your friend. You and uh, you and uh, Bill Plaschke.
1: No, well, Bill Plaschke. What happened in that locker room? I was there for that.
3: Uh, I'll never forget <laughs> yeah, you it. Were. When Twig was here, even... You were
1: there for that? I saw it. Up close and personal? I was standing right there. And you didn't stop it! Well, how was I supposed to You didn't stop it, Fred! I turned around, and all of a sudden, he had this trash can full of ice water. (laughs) And he was holding it over his head. And I thought, what is he... Oh, (laughs) it's Plashy that's going to get it. Oh, yeah. And Bill ran out of there. That was cold. The water was cold, and that was... Literally. Literally. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Tell you that. All right, Uh, Vic is recovering from his surgery. He's doing well. Kevin has checked in with him, so he's doing okay. Hopefully, he'll be back next week, our fingers are crossed, to deliver the daily haiku. But in his stead, we have been honoring him and paying tribute, having our listeners deliver the haiku. Do we have a retro today, Kevin, or no? Uh, We do. Okay, so let's start now with a retro haiku from Vic.
0: Tommy said, if you don't love the Dodgers, there's a good
4: chance you may not get into heaven. Feeling you, Tommy.
3: <laughs> okay, I don't want <laughs> <laughs> you You may not get to heaven. Yeah. When we hear him
1: back, I mean, yeah, Tommy had said that many times. So I don't know if that really qualified as a haiku. He just made a statement. <laughs> That was not the haiku of the day. That was a statement of the day. Oh no! I know. I, I mean, know. as many of them turn into I yeah. Think, so yeah. yes,
3: they do turn into statements, Fred. So what do you? Why are you poo pooing what Tommy said?
1: oh uh, no, I'm not. I would never do that. Sounds like it. You no, said it I'm not. Could be, yeah. yeah. No. It sounds like, like
3: you said no. it doesn't qualify for a haiku. Well, it, it really does That was a statement. Was many haikus haiku. are, ter- are statements. Many haiku turn into statements. Many haiku are statements from the beginning. Fred. I, don't, I don't think. Anybody why must thinks you that. no poo poo? Tommy Lasorda's haiku. Why are you I always attacking,
2: attacking legends, Fred? You don't like Tommy Lasorda's quotes. You didn't like John Wooden week. What's
1: wrong with you? Yeah. Wow. All right. yeah. First of all, Who said wow? First of all, I don't have a pro- I didn't have a problem with John Wooden week. I thought it was John Wooden for one day. And second, I would never attack anything Tommy said. I'm saying there was not a lot of thought put into that haiku. But so ne- you're
2: saying Tommy Lasorda didn't put a lot of thought into what, what he said.
1: said? I didn't say Tommy didn't put a lot of thought into it. I said yeah, well, that. put haiku. a lot of thought into it. That's what I said. But that
3: was Tommy's haiku. He was quoting Tommy. That was wow. not a haiku
1: from Tommy. All right. Wow. Yes. That was not a haiku. Yes. That was not a haiku from wow. Tommy. Wow. I understand. All right. But now here's. What do you a, mean that
3: was not a haiku from Tommy?
1: That was a statement. That was not a haiku. There's a difference between a haiku and a statement. And I don't have time to go into it now, but I think everybody listening knows that difference. <sighs> okay. And I think if anybody called, they would say, yes, I know the difference. As a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, it is time for our listener haiku. And I'm sure this will not be a statement. It will be a haiku. Because this man invests a Why, lot because of his emotions. Said it's
3: haiku? Because we said it's haiku at the beginning? Yes. Now it's a haiku? If we said, hey, here comes the next statement, would that make it a statement or a haiku? It would make it a statement. It is what you label it.
1: No, it would make it a statement and something we would never do every day. Because the haiku. It's a statement. Right. We would not. We would not have statement of the day wow I, I, all right with the wow
3: <laughs>
1: let's bring on miko now our good friend for today's haiku with two and miko good afternoon to you after all of this build-up miko is
4: not there Maybe
1: Mico
4: he was letting you marinate there, Fred. Hello? What's Rodney P Dean Rogan? I'm here, Dean Rogan. Okay, he's letting him marinate. You My mistake. Miko, Miko, right. see how Fred's stepping all over you like that? Yeah, I'm the Dean. You know, you know, hey, hey, Rodney, you know Dean always disrespecting Vic. I hope Vic gets well uh, soon. Disrespecting Vic in the haiku. You, you you never yeah, have the proper yeah. reference for the haiku dean. I do have the yeah, proper reference. Ding. Now, Miko, have you put a lot of
1: effort into today's haiku? Have you worked on this? Have you given it a lot of yes. preparation?
4: Yeah, yes, yes. This is this is not That's original. This is not a VTV vault. This is uh by Basho's little brother Tasho. This is this okay. is this is Basho's little brother Tasho. Okay, let's stop.
1: Land- no, stop. Stop, 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 stop.
4: Uh, Does Basho have a little brother, Tasho? Yeah, yeah, VTB. Yeah, VTB already, you know, me and VTB already checked the credentials. Yep, Tasho. Tasho Jenkins. Uh, Kevin.
2: I mean, I don't see it on his profile. That doesn't mean that it's not true, but
1: it certainly is not readily available that Basho had any siblings. Maybe it's Tosho. his uh,
0: stepbrother, Fred.
1: Basho's brother, Tasho. Okay, all right, Miko, well, you've, you've done a lot of research to find the work of Tasho today. Would you please
3: deliver the haiku? Is it Tasho or T-Show?
4: It's Tasho, like Basho. Like Basho, Tasho. Okay, Tasho. Who's T-show? T-Show? I don't know. You know T-Show. Did I just hear Radio Ronnie? What's going on, on Ronnie? t <laughs> <There
3: he
4: is. laughs> to life! Man.
3: Thank you. All right, Miko. Ryan, rewind. All right, here
1: we go. Here we go. Miko, please deliver the haiku.
4: In the land of guarded in gold, number 13 is the new number 16. Fred, the Duncan Dean, Duncan has swollen your ankle, says Pete. Feeling you. Uh, hey, I told you that Tacho, man. Hey, hey K. you better oh, get some no. research on Tacho. I don't think a lot of research. Listen, I don't think a lot of research
1: is necessary hey, on Tacho.
4: I saw what I you God did P? there with the 13th to the 16th. I yeah, saw what and you did let there. Going to go, Rodney P. Yeah, Number 13 it. is the new sweet 16, baby. <laughs> yeah, I see you, Tacho. I too. And hey. then what you say about the Dean? What hey. what the Dean what happened to the Dean? Hey, hey, hey that's yeah. what Pete said. I was watching the challenge. Hey Pete said all that dunking, all them three sixties. They got the Dean old, old age got them ankles swole. Man, Pete was <laughs> on them ankles. I said, Man, please, man, <laughs> Dean Dean just had on two pairs of socks <laughs> or oh. oh. Why
3: <laughs> <ankles swollen. laughs> was was Petra was on your ankles so hard, <laughs> All right, (laughs) uh, listen,
1: first of all, first of all, uh, I do not have swollen ankles. And and Your ankles have been a thing for like three years now, three seasons running there, Fred. And and it's really bad this year. I mean, people have texted him and said, do I have gout? Do do I have gout? One person thought I had a club foot. It's not true, (laughs) none of it. It's the (laughs) ankle... With the chair and the way the cameras are shooting it. My ankles are not swollen. A doctor. All
4: that hanging at the club got you the
3: gout. No, I don't have gout, Miko. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It's okay, Fred. A lot of people get gout. I don't have at, gout. You know, certain age people get gout.
1: Last you year.
4: Know, it's, the rich it's okay it's to the have rich gout. Man. All right, listen. You know, that's, that's the rich. That's what teens get the gout. I don't have the gout. Yeah. There's no teens gout. Teens get the gout. I don't have teens it. get gout. Right, it's okay Did have you see cow? that piece of meat that the Dean had on Instagram for that steak that he, or Orlando, What kind of meat was that, Dean? What are you talking dean? about, Dean? What kind of you meat had, was that? If you look back on your Instagram or you had a piece of meat at a restaurant, it looked like three steaks was on that plate, man. <laughs> like three or five steaks. Man. I don't remember that, Nico. I do not remember that. KK find it. I said Fred Flintstone. I put on there. I heard. I know you Fred. Well, you look. That's a Fred Flintstone piece of meat. I had the, put that on there. That was a Fred. You weren't Fred Roke. No, the Flintstone. Fred Flintstone real. Yeah, it was a yeah, Br- Brontosaurus, Brontosaurus, Brontosaurus yeah. yeah. Got that yeah, Brontosaurus. Brontosaurus. All right, Miko, I want to end this right
1: now. So I do want to say <laughs> last year during the challenge, I actually received an email from a doctor in Orange County. And the doctor said, look, I'm watching the show. I think you have a problem with your ankles. Oh, and then he explained whatever disease he thought I had. I can't even remember what it was. And he said, I'm very concerned about this. You need to get it checked immediately. He thought I and I don't. I can't remember what it was. I'd never heard of it before, but he was a doctor, and he said you you have this and it's not good. You need to get it checked. And I explained that I go to my doctor, who happens to be Rodney's doctor, and we both are checked up all checked on all the time. And my doctor has never seen that before. He's never claimed that I have this swelling of the ankles, which is a a severe (laughs) problem. And can we both agree our doctor is pretty (laughs) thorough, Rodney? Would he not realize Uh, I had swollen ankles?
3: (laughs) Yes, I will confirm. Our doctor is extremely thorough and a very, very good doctor. So if Fred had swollen ankles as a result of gout or any other (laughs) situation, uh, he would know it. He would know it for sure.
4: That's the $400 wing tips. That's just that angle. You know, uh, that is the angle from uh, the wing tips.
1: Right. Are you still there, Miko? I didn't even know he was still there. Wow. Oh, enough with the wow. All right. Miko, thank you for the haiku. It was really good today.
4: Have
1: a good one now. All right. You too. Uh, a lot going on today. Kevin, what's coming up? Coming up and It's Lit. Coaching change in the NBA. All right. Oh, yeah. Yep. Let's get
0: to it. Wow. Now your chance to win $1,000. Just enter this nationwide keyword on our website. Deposit. That's deposit. Enter it now. Do it. AM570LASports.com Thanks for joining us on your ride. Thank you very much, yes. Speaking of which, traffic.
2: Hey, Lisa Fox here. When not getting benched or thrown out of a game, they're on the radio with you. You're listening to Rogan and Rodney on AM570 LA
0: Sports.
4: That's Martin truck, Roddy Taylor. Oh yeah, down home
3: stretch. Rodney yeah, Pete, Fred Rogan, 000, coming at you, Freddy.
1: Coming right at you, directly at you. All right, let's find yeah. out what else has happened today, Rodney. Let's do this.
3: What else has happened? Giving out gold me. gloves today. I'm
0: to make out how I'm be my it's lit. Fire! Stories lighting up the sports headlines.
1: All, Jacob and Ronnie. Sometimes bad things happen to good people. You're a good person if you suffer any kind of personal injury. Any kind of personal injury. Jacob was on earlier and he said, do not delay. You've got to get to a doctor. But your first step should be to call Jacob and he'll take care of everything.
0: Accident or injury, call Jacob and Ronnie, call
2: Jacob. Well, Steve Nash is a good person. He's a good guy, but... Looking for a job now. Brooklyn Nets made the announcement this morning that he has been relieved of his duties. At least some insiders say that. Others say they, quote-unquote, mutually decided to part ways. However you want to slice it. Steve Nash, no longer the head coach of the Brooklyn Nets. And Sham Sharania of The Athletic reporting that his replacement is pretty much already in place. Just some finer details to be worked out. I'm Aiden Doka, the Boston Celtics head coach, who is now wow. suspended after having an improper relationship with a team staffer. Likely going to be the next head coach of the Nets.
1: Sham said that should be announced within the next 48 hours, Fred. So a lot of moving and shaking in Brooklyn. Well, a couple of things. First, uh, in Brooklyn, somebody's got to get it. Pretty simple. They're not playing well. Uh, Kyrie Irving is, I he is such a distraction. He is such a distraction. So he's not helping anybody. I think Ben Simmons sat out a game. Uh, Kevin Durant is not pleased. So somebody had to get it, and somebody got it and it's Steve Nash, which is probably uh, a relief. He still gets paid, and he doesn't have to deal with that insanity. I mean, you know, chemistry counts, and I think Kyrie Irving is such an incredible distraction, despite the fact he is such a talented player. And Laker fans think it would be wonderful to have him out here, but my God, every time you turn around, he's putting his foot in his mouth, and that causes problems. And I think the Nets are seeing the reaction to that. Also, I'm shocked that the Celts coach is getting another job so fast after what happened in Boston. I'm really surprised. I I thought it would be a
3: long time, if at all. Yeah, and then so they had to get permission because he's not technically out of his contract with the Celtics, right?
2: Correct. And apparently the Nets have been in talks with the Celtics for the last couple of days
1: about this.
3: Yeah, that's, yeah, that's a weird one, but I guess you, you knew he was not going to go back and coach the Celtics again.
1: No, he was done.
3: Yeah, after yeah. all that. I mean, they can sugarcoat it with a suspended year and all that like they did, but he was not ever going back to, to be their coach. But interestingly, yes, on the timing of the Nets going right after him. Um, yeah, I feel bad for Steve Nash because they went and they, 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 meaning Kyrie and Kevin Durant, didn't they go handpick him? Say, this is the guy we want and we believe he can coach us and do all these things, and yet they implement them, and it's just a mess with Kyrie because Kyrie beats to his own drum, and he puts everybody in in a uncomfortable situation. I get all this, and he wants to be an individual, and he can say and think and believe his own thoughts, and that's cool, and that's what, what we do here in America. But unfortunately, sometimes when you play on a team sport and you're on a team, Sometimes you got to do what's best for the team and not just for you individually. And it would be okay if Kyrie was a golfer or was a tennis player. Some of the things that he's done to distract from the team would be okay, because there it it would be no team. But he is on a team, and in Brooklyn situation, it just is a continued mess uh, as long as he's there.
2: And Sean Marks did say that he did not consult with the players when he made this decision, but we also remember this summer, the ultimatum that Kevin Durant gave to the organization, either fire Steve Nash or trade me well I guess they ended up firing Steve Nash eventually, just probably not when uh, Kevin Durant wanted them to, but they didn't trade him because they couldn't get equal value, so Kevin Durant very clearly and plainly did not want Steve Nash to be his head coach coming into the year, so I'm pretty sure he's probably not all that upset uh, by what happened earlier today now, moving on to UCLA. We've talked about this on the show, Ad nauseum about their potential move to the Big Ten and who's who wants it to happen and who doesn't. Well, Fred, I found somebody who is very publicly against this move. Who? Bill Walton. Bill Walton spoke to a longtime Oregon columnist, John Canzano, and uh, basically told him he's not in favor of UCLA, saying they want to leave the Pac-12 for the Big Ten. And I'm paraphrasing some of this. He basically said it's a money grab. It's all about football and all about money. His quote I went to UCLA gladly, willingly, and proudly. It was my dream. That dream never included the Big Ten. I've spoken to no one other than the highest level director of athletics at UCLA who think this proposed move to the Big Ten is a good idea. My hope and dream is that this proposed move by UCLA,
1: my alma mater, will be rescinded. Why? Because he doesn't like the tradition and he thinks it's all about football? It's a conference of
3: champions is what he used to say. Yeah, well,
1: it's not going to be a conference anymore. And the thing is, football and well, football basically pays for most everything. In basketball, yes. All right. So the more money football makes, the more money the other sports get. And you're telling me that uh, in Pac-12 basketball or Big Ten basketball, you see UCLA battling uh, Wisconsin, Illinois, Michigan, State. Michigan, Michigan State. I think it'll be spectacular. Things change. Things aren't the way they used to be. I think it's a great thing, a great thing for the school. And I'm sorry about the tradition, but you have to start new ones now.
3: Cold-hearted, Fred. But hey, he's speaking as most former guys feel. Most former guys and alums, as we have talked about, and you were a little bit shocked that people felt this way, but yes, those guys feel like, mm, I kinda like that tradition of the Pac-12, or Pac-10, or Pac-8 when Walton played. It's the Pac. And you're losing that tradition, so you're allowed to feel a certain way about it and and not like it. Um, And just because you don't like it doesn't mean it's not going to happen, though. It is a business, and it's a strictly business decision, but you don't have to like all business decisions. But it is moving forward
2: yeah another quote from Bill he says uh, I don't believe joining the Big Ten is in the best interest of UCLA it's students it's athletes it's alumni the fans the rest of the UC system the state of California or the world
1: at large oh okay well he's you know he's carrying it a little to the extreme Ooh.
2: no Bill also bit. would never carry something to an no, extreme a good point. Brad, what
1: are you talking
3: about <laughs> uh, yeah.
2: Yeah, I'm pretty sure in <laughs> Bali they really care whether UCLA yeah. is in the Big Ten or not.
3: Hey, they do. You'd be amazed what they call and feel passionate about in Bali, Kevin. <laughs> You're right. We talked about. Although, although they're they're Trojan fans in Bali. Just That's right, enough. I'm sure. Heavily Trojan fans.
2: I'm sure. Uh, we talked about Shohei Ohtani a little bit uh, last hour and whether or not the Dodgers could, could or should be interested in trading for him, whether or not the Angels will do it. Well, Andy Martino from SNY is pretty dialed in uh, in Major League Baseball. He says, as of right now, the Angels are showing no appetite to discuss an Otani trade. And several teams that have checked in with them believe that even in the midst of them going through a sale, they're going to try to exhaust every effort to sign him to an extension. And in the event that doesn't happen, they might look to move him at the trade deadline. But that is even that is not necessarily likely.
1: Yeah, I, I think the trade deadline is another conversation. Uh, sign him to an extension. I can see that right now.
2: Doesn't it add value to the franchise if you
1: sign yeah. him to a big-term deal and he's locked yes, in? Yes, absolutely. Yes. Yeah, but they're not going to move him before the new owners take over. There's no way. No. There's sign no the way.
3: Sign the man to an extension. You got him. Get it. To take you Take the headache off yourself and just keep moving forward. But, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's too big a name, too big a face. Yeah.
2: We were talking about our Philadelphia fans uh, a little bit earlier. And uh, speaking of Aaron Judge, Jose Canseco, of all people, is speaking out on Aaron Judge and what he thinks he should do in free agency coming up. He thinks he should shoot up. No, Didn't quite say that explicitly, but maybe. (laughs) But he's been talking about his free agency and whether or not he should stay with the Yankees. Jose said uh, Aaron Judge should run, not walk, for the nearest exit out of New York. He said, quote, that place is a dump and the fans are awful. He says, you are the god of baseball, and New York fans would have easily crucified you at times. Get out of there as soon as possible. Uh, He goes on to say, even if you were to replicate the season you just had this year, the fans would still hate you because you're making more money. New York is known for the most psychologically damaged, angriest people in the world. Okay, so he's not going to run for mayor of New York. No, he won't. Yeah. Had a short yet unsuccessful tenure with the Yankees, by the way, did Jose Canseco in the early 2000s. Was right. that,
3: he wasn't wearing a Yankee uniform when the ball bounced off his head for a home run, was he? <laughs> I don't believe so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they'd never let him forget that. <laughs> oh, hope not. Yeah, uh, are New York fans as bad as Philly? Yeah, right. They're New bad. York. They're bad. New York is bad. They're they're uh, on par, but, but no, the, the – Philly's nastier. Philly is just nastier. Philly, Philly, Philly talked about your your family and your children. New York goes far. I don't think New York goes that far. New York is bad, but Philly is just downright nasty. All right, and that's what's lighting up the headlines.
4: Kevin's been great.
1: All right, um, Russell Westbrook's moved. We'll have a party at his house next.
0: AM 570 LA Sports. They played here. Road trip. Let's go. Now we play there. How did it go through? In the second of a back-to-back showdown. I don't know how he did it. The LA Clippers are in Texas to battle the Houston Rockets. Mm. Clippers countdown begins at 4 p.m. tomorrow night. AM 570 LA Sports. Thanks for joining us on your ride. Thank you very much, yes. Speaking of which, traffic. Hey, it's your girl Nina Chantel. You're listening to my homies, Fred Rogan and Rodney Pete on AM 570 LA Sports. Your home of the Dodgers. Catch a yeah, saw saw from that. the fire, vocal with ash and
3: like I am. Oh back. yeah, Rodney Pete, Fred Rogan. Hey, big congratulations, Kamuki Beck, winning the Gold Glove. Right field in the National League. I don't know what number is this, Kevin. This is the
4: sixth. I feel like he gets multiple. it every year. I'm not yeah, sure. I
3: feel like he does. I think it's the sixth or seventh gold glove. But congratulations to Mookie Betts for winning the gold glove for 2022.
2: Yes, you're right. His sixth, Rodney. Yep.
3: Six gold glove.
1: Did Bellinger win one?
3: No, he, he did has not
2: this has year. It not been announced. No, I don't see that.
3: Oh, wow. No. Not for this year. Okay. Right, congratulations. Ian a- a- Happ won one, and I forget is center fielder. All
1: right. Mookie, congrats. Uh, Russell Westbrook's got a new house, if you didn't hear. You know, it's funny. People think, well, uh, he could get traded by the Lakers, so he's not going to buy a house here. No, that's wrong. He will buy a house here. He's from here. Just because you don't play in Los Angeles doesn't mean you don't have a house and live here during the offseason. You will not be living in another city for the rest of your life. So he bought a house. It's right across the street from LeBron. So LeBron has no problem with him, at least as a neighbor or as a player. He likes Russ. Now they can get together and talk, and he spent $37 million on it. It's in Brentwood. That is the priciest home sold in Brentwood so far this year, $37 million. I think he's selling the other house he had for 30. So he spent $37 million. He's right across the street from LeBron. I'm reading about it. It's one bedroom, 900 square feet. Uh, yep. Stop it! <laughs> it's a studio, little studio Stop apartment, yeah. little studio a little apartment. Studio
3: on Brentwood, yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: That's always location. Anyway, uh-huh. you look at it, it's location. Congrats to Russ. That's great. Uh, Andy bought it at a time where, um, boy, interest rates are going up. Yeah. Uh, apparently, uh, let's see. The house was built in 2019 for 22.7 million, and Russ spent 37 million on it. There you go. It's good he's getting paid this year. Oh, is he ever? Yeah, it's good he's getting paid this year.
2: It's probably not the kind of move for Russell Westbrook that a lot of Laker fans are hoping for.
1: Yeah, he moved so, yeah. across the street. Yeah. Now, he didn't move to Oklahoma Said He moved across the street. But we congratulate Russ on yeah. his new home purchase, Rodney.
3: Well, he is from here. Yeah. He's going to live here when he's all said and done. So, not shocked. That. Excited about that, Fred?
1: No, I think it's great. <laughs> I think it's great. Actually, it's a complete compound. Uh, oh, you know who owned it? I just saw this. The co-creator of Young and Restless, Lee Philip Bell. So there you go. There
3: you go. The he owned, he owned the house that LeBron bought.
1: Oh, he did. I yeah. thought he owned the house that uh, Russell Westbrook Bell.
3: bought. No.
1: Oh, that's right. That's no. right.
3: That's right. I used to yeah. live. I used to live across the street from from Mister Bell. Way, way, way back in the day.
1: My God, you hung out with Catherine, Catherine Chancellor, and then you lived across yeah. the street from Mr. Bell?
3: Yes, I did. Did yes, you ever know I his did. daughter? Yes, very well. Yeah, she was on the show, too. Yes, she was. Huh. Yes, she was.
1: Did not know that. By the way, you got mentioned the... Uh, the Lee. Gloves
3: yeah, Laura Lee. In
2: the outfield. Yeah, Ryan's right, yeah. right. Ian Happ was uh, was the other. And, of course, uh, Dodger friend Trent Grisham. Who couldn't swing a lick in the mm. regular season but lit him up right. in the playoffs. Won Came up a, big. He won the center field goal glove over Bellinger there, Fred.
1: Could that guy be any more annoying, Trent Christian? <laughs> He's got to be the most annoying player in baseball. Remember when he called out Kershaw? Running third base? Yes. That's right. Yeah, he yeah, did. right. I yeah, forgot about that. Yeah, yeah he
3: did. I think his first home run off of Kershaw, I believe it was, or against the Dodgers, he went crazy. Yeah, like he had hit a game winner, game seven. Yeah. Uh The World Series.
4: Very annoying.
1: Rodney, great job today. Thank you. And Kevin, terrific work as always. Rodney back tomorrow, a two-hour show, so let's do it.
4: Let's go. Where everybody try to fatten their pockets. So many hustle for the cash, so it's hard to knock it. Everybody got their own thing, currency chasing. Worldwide through the hard times, worrying faces. Shed tears as we bury brothers close to heart. What was a friend, now a ghost in the dark?